Hey, Dean Lentz. Uh, I'm calling in about a story, or it's a is that gay question. Uh, at my school, just after gym, uh, I had to go take a shower with all my classmates. I walked in there, and all of a sudden I just got a raging hard on whenever I saw my friend's ass. Is that gay? Keep it sick, keep it wrong. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. Get down on your knees and kiss this man's feet. I'm Lance Wackerly. If I was that dude, I'd be dreaming of boobs. We're going to stay here all night if we have to, so let's get started. Uh, can I go when this starts to suck? Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly, the other host. What's up there, Wacker? Not much. I've got some bad news. Bad news? Yeah. Oh. For the ladies out there in the audience. Oh, tonight. shit. Oh, shit. The ladies, prepare yourself. I already know this news, but just prepare yourself because this is a shocker. You're supposed to pretend like you're surprised. Well, I already, you Way already to told break me. break the fourth wall down. Well, okay. All right. I broke the four. I'm just telling women out there they need to prepare themselves for this because this is a shocker. I was on my bicycle and I lost my testicles and penis. No, not really. <laughs> I, but I did get engaged, which is pretty much, I guess, the same thing. Yeah, more or less. You're, uh, you, um, um, yeah, you're neutered now. Engaged to be married. You're neutered now. So congratulations there, Wackily. Mazel Tov's all around. <laughs> this is, yeah, this, you are being uh, serious here. This is a, a big thing. You're engaged. It's very serious. Yeah. Congratulations are in order. Yep. Off the market. So now none of our uh, sick and wrong female fans will ever have a chance with you again. Nope. <laughs> you are off the market officially. This is yep. big news. So uh, congratulations, man. How, do, how did this happen? Oh, male fans still could have a chance. Is what you were, is the implication of what you just said? She male fans. I think that's off limits. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this, you know, that's that's just that's discriminatory. I mean, that's like that's discrimination. Yeah. Oh well. Well, whatever. That's the news. But ladies, I think I don't they, want to belabor it. I, I think the ladies out there are going to be most disappointed. Um, I think a lot of the guys will be actually quite surprised. Um, and uh, the she-males the out there... guys get mad when people get married, right? They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, now... Why uh, would you do that? Now, that, now you can't go uh, trolling for some trim with any of the fans when they come into town. As if you ever Tied did that down. before. Yeah, you're uh, yeah. married. So, so tell me, Wackley, I want some been, details never here. Never been one of my... Uh, no, we're not oh, come on. When did you get engaged? When did this happen? In the last week or so. And did you get down on one knee? Were you, no, at, no. Were you at Arby's? <laughs> There was no, you, <laughs> there was no destination. I wasn't in Hawaii or on the top of a fucking mountain or any of that shit. Where's what were you in your living room? Uh, yeah, in your Let's, house, in the bedroom. Actually. This is the most anticlimactic engagement up. I've ever heard. Well, yeah, by by design, really. I mean, it was it. I kind of didn't. It wasn't really planned at the moment. Uh, so it was a spontaneous I mean, was thing. I had the ring already, and it was spontaneous, okay. yes. When did you get the ring? Oh, a while ago. So you've been planning this. So you've been waiting for an occasion to bust right. it out. Well, you could always take it back, right? Oh, that's true. Because, like, you precious could. metals and, and gems 
they kind of just retain their value. So, okay, so you had the ring. Was the ring in your pocket? So you were you planning to do it that it was night? In a hidey hole. It was in a hidey hole. So, okay, how did it happen? Was it just, were you drunk? Were you, like, completely wasted off your tits? We'd been drinking. We'd both been drinking. Not off the tits, though. Okay, so you're drunk, and then all of a sudden you're just like, so, let's get let's married. Let's do it. Let's get, yeah. let's get married. You yeah. didn't even get down on one knee. Well, maybe, like, you know, there's, like, several attempts. <laughs> did she cry? No, no more tears. No tears. Did she immediately we're, say we're, yes? We're both, we're both adults. Well, not, I mean, I just want to know. We're not, like, 20, you know, late teens, early 20s. Like, we understand. Okay, but was she surprised at all, or did she, she expect surprised. it? Oh, she was surprised, so she didn't think you were ever going to do it? Well, a lot of guys, and some friends, so I don't want to talk shit, but... A lot of guys, you know, friends of mine and just in general, in the general public, they like, they don't do, they don't, a lot of most, maybe most couples don't do the surprise anymore. It's like, you know, you take the girl to the rings shop and you're like, oh, well, let's, let's discuss this and then we'll get you a ring that we both like and blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of boring. That's also anticlimactic because you're just like here, but I guess it's a safe bet because you're taking, you're getting her, she's buying a ring that she likes. Right, and it's all planned out, and you're like, oh, well, we've discussed all the finances and everything. <laughs> Whatever. So I you, don't care. I mean, if you want to do it that way, who gives a shit? Okay, but you didn't do that. You actually got her a ring. Right. Without her, you know, without her knowledge. Without so her knowledge. She says she likes it, but who knows? She might think it looks like completely horrid. Yeah, my sister made uh, Jared take it back. Like He got her no a ring. No way. Yeah, no, he got a ring. She didn't like it. And I think oh she had Jerry like change it or switch it out. This is the first time I've heard that. That is ridiculous. <laughs> well, my sister is very particular in her taste. But so anyway, so yeah, your girlfriend, she flipped out. She was she really excited? Yeah, she was she flipped out. She was completely like not floored. Yes. Yeah, okay, how long did it did she immediately say yes or did she wait like I don't know. No. Was, was there even a question like posed? <laughs> Yeah, the question was posed, and she said yes. Right? Yeah, right. Okay, so she didn't just like say, "I need some time to think about this." Right. She's been married <laughs> before, so. Oh, okay. So this is uh, she's done this before. She's experienced in these matters. Did right. her, did the previous husband actually do a real proposal where he like got down on a knee at I, Arby's? I have never asked her a single question about her previous husband, and I don't really, I don't want to hear anything about him. She was she she's one of those people who got married when they were they were super young so how come you didn't get a flash mob of sick and wrong fans together to do like exactly. a dance or something right that's a, a that's what i plan to do puppetry that's what i plan to do when i when i never get married bake but, it um, into a fucking scone so how does it feel to be engaged is it any is it any different than uh, not being engaged oh it's different <laughs> but, i mean you weren't on the market before because you're in a, a serious relationship right and, and no, now you're it's officially just like, off the market uh, yeah, it's just like, oh, you know, we gotta, there's all this stuff to think about now, planning. So when is the big day? And oh, am no I idea. going to officiate? <laughs> you're, you're assuming that any of the planning has actually been done, which it hasn't. So, so am I going to officiate? No. <laughs> you're not. See, now I'm insulted. <laughs> you might not even be there. <laughs> what? It's, you're not it's even going to invite it's not, me. It's not going to be an event. It's not going to be an event. Okay, wait, you're not even going to have an actual wedding? You're not going to like uh, get a, rent a bar or something? There might be like one of these after wedding, you know, parties with a bar, maybe. Oh, wait, so you're going to do the courthouse thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. What about your parents? Aren't they going to be upset? 
Papa, Mama Wackery. Well, they will be upset, and uh, you know what? <laughs> it's my life. Did you tell the parents yet that you're gay married? No, I haven't, actually. Is it, wait, you haven't even called them? What about my no. sister? Did you tell my sister? No, I haven't told your sister. My brother is going to be crestfallen, because uh, <laughs> he always thought he had a chance. <laughs> well, we're not married yet. <laughs> There's always a chance. We should almost give him a call, and you could tell him. You know, it'd be it'd be nice to have that on the air. Cause, uh, I, I want to tell people in person, except for the podcast audience. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I could just see the disappointment on all the uh, the female fans. There's gonna be lots of Facebook posts about this. Yeah, because um, they all really wanted to have sex with a forty year old. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, maybe we can get a Photoshop contest of uh, Wackerly and the bride to be. That, that would be nice. Um, yeah, yeah. The, uh, my fiance, well, I'm sure, will be very flattered by all the fucking things that come in. We have a very creative fan base, so who knows? So anyway, you're you're not you're just going to do a courthouse thing, and she's cool with that. She doesn't she doesn't want a wedding. I think she's more against it than I am because because she already went through it all once. It, I mean, it sounds. I mean, like she it'd be awful. she uh, grew up like really religious. So not only did she have the young nineteen year old's wedding, which is even if you're not religious, is just by definition ridiculous, you know? Yeah, because because nineteen year olds they, they always want the fucking big the raised dais and all the, you know every fucking billions of pictures and like you know oh I've got eighteen friends are all going to be bridesmaids <clears throat> that kind of shit so. She She's doesn't want to repeat against that. doing anything like that again. That and I was against awful. doing it ever. So, so why, why not go to Vegas? Eh, because Vegas is shit. <laughs> I mean, don't don't you agree? No, Vegas is shitty. But I mean, it's like it'd probably be easier than going to like a courthouse and having to get like witnesses and a judge. Vegas, you just yeah, like you have to get witnesses in Vegas too. Do you, you have to have witnesses? I in think Vegas? I think you're. Un- I don't think you understand the reason. The reason people go to Vegas is because they can get married and their friends and family won't put a stop to it. Because a lot of people, their friends and family are, are you know, really, 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 really against the whole, like, not uh, doing not, a big not, thing. Yeah. And you literally have to get out of town and do it on the sly or, you know, your parents will put a stop to it. Where, well, you know. It's, it's usually the mother. Yeah, it's, huh? your, it's your mother that wants to see oh, yeah. the, the, the big no, wedding. going to be pretty pissed. She, she's going to be upset with this. She's going to be upset. Are you going to just what? call her and I, tell her? You know, she's going to have to deal because it's well, my life. This is why you're going to have to, uh, at least your your brother and your father, you can invite to the bachelor party. Where, where's the bachelor party? There's not going to be a bachelor don't, party. Don't fucking, dude, what's the point of getting married now? No wedding, no bachelor party. Uh, I mean, the reason I'm, half the reason I'm not married already is because I don't, didn't ever want to do the wedding and the bachelor party, but... Dude, God, we're going to have to at least have a David, couple drinks. David, it's a covenant. It's a covenant with God. I learned that from the rabbi. It's a covenant with God. Wow. Well, Wackerly, this is this is big news, and I'm sure uh, there's going to be a reaction from the fans. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think uh, congratulations news. are definitely in order, so um, I'm sure people will be posting about that on the site um, and on the, on the Facebooks. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear about this. I think there will be, I guarantee you're going to end up having some kind of, uh, some kind of in- engagement, some kind of party, some kind of thing. Well, my whole thing, happening. I don't know, maybe this is bullshit, but you know, why not just like go out with like people here and there and uh, do like, you know, a bunch of little things. Well, why not just invite people to a destination? They can give you gifts and money. Because people aren't really into that. 
Oh, they would too. Well, wait till <laughs> when everybody when everybody has to go to some destination all at the same time, and like you know, it's done, it never works out with everybody's schedule. Wait till uh, my sister. It's not that big a deal. It's out. not that big a deal when you're in your late thirties, early forties to get married. I don't. It's just not that big a deal. What um? When my sister finds out about this, I think she will. Um, she's going to want your sister's going to be probably worse than my mom. Is I think what I'm so. Anticipating. Yeah. Because your sister, I mean, her whole career is all about the big wedding. So she's Events, just not yeah. going to let me hear the fucking end of it. No, and she, maybe that's why she's one of the last people I'll probably tell. She's doing the same thing with uh, my 40th birthday that's coming up in a few months from now. She, she wants to do an event. I don't want to do anything. My, my sister is all about events. That's her, that's, her li- that's her livelihood. That's what she does. Right. You know, and so when she finds out about this, it's a pretty big deal. It's a big, this is a big Megillah, as the Jews say. So, um, as yeah. the gorillas say. Yeah. Well, Mazel Tov Wackerly. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, we'll keep you posted about the, the big wedding night and the bachelor party. Um, <laughs> there's not going to be a bachelor party. <laughs> You'll see. Uh, so there's uh, other big news going on. I don't know if it's as big as Wackerly getting married, but it's, uh, it's big news. Bad news for some. Uh, Scotland rejected independence this past week. You know, I think right. we mentioned it on the show because uh, some British people were asking for your opinion on it. This is a couple people weeks ago. People are comparing ago. Scotland to like the the sort of the battered girl. We're not battered. In the this, battered house time of NFL players beating their wives. That's probably <laughs> too strong. But you know the like jilted, uh, you know female who's you know has had all these problems with her boyfriend and she wants to break up with him. But he he sort of promises her that he'll change, and, and he woos her back, back, and she ends up going back to him. And there's yeah. always, you know, whenever that happens, there's always the friends who are like, "Why? Why are you going back with him?" But then there's the other people who are like, "Yeah, it was good. You should just work at it and just you know, go to therapy." Are hard. They couples take counseling. Couples counseling. Holy shit! What if what if I have to do that now? Well, that, would you have to suck. do that? I, well, actually, if you get married and there's problems, then you're going to have to do it. Yeah, then you have to do it. You don't. You don't have to do it right away. But that's like something that happens like five years in. I assume. Or having compatibility issues. Yeah. What if you guys have different views on Scotland's independence? Because <laughs> what? What is your you? You were a yes. You wanted them I'd to be, yes, uh, yeah. be a separate. I'm also a yes, just because of the uh, drama that would ensue. Um, and I kind of wanted to see Scotland get invaded by. See, uh, but the that's Russians. a very that's a very cynical. I, I don't. I'm not a yes cynically. Although clearly, I don't know much about it, as uh, I'm sure everybody's going to find out. But when I just think people should people should change like, like their governments like way more often than they do. Shake it up, people. Like in like in the Fight United the States, even more so than than Europe and the UK. Like everything is super set in stone. I mean, but just as evidenced by the fact that. Well, we have the Republicans, we have the Democrats, and you vote for one, or you vote for any other, and like you know, nobody like what do we have? Like one or two senators or 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 you know, federal representatives who are from an independent party. Well, that, that occasionally you'll get a Ross Perot that will come along, you know, right. and, and and that's good. I think that's a good thing. It shakes up politics. It gives people another perspective. You know, but everybody's th- so set in stone. They're just like, well, you can't have an independent. You can't have an independent party. It just it would be crazy. Then the, the Republicans are going to win if it's a green guy and he's going to take votes away from the Democrats or vice versa with the Libertarians and the GOP. Ralph Nader stealing votes from uh, exactly stealing votes from Gore. You were still pissed about that. Yep, stealing votes from Gore. But no, yeah. but, but I agree with you. Like you know, what about Canada? Canada split from the Union. I mean, but still they uh, recognize the monarchy. Yeah. So I mean, Scotland, I think, kind of wanted Austra- to do something Australia, similar. Australia, same thing, right? 
Australia is a prison colony. Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this was a big this was a big deal, and there was a historically high turnout for this. Uh, the uh, no sign won by fifty five percent, fifty five to forty five, which so is pretty 10%. much a landslide. Yeah, I thought it was a little closer than that, but it probably was starting out. Un- it looks like only four. I don't know if they're called counties or what, but only four of the subdivisions of Scotland actually ended up with yes overall yes votes. What did Glasgow get? Isn't that the biggest yes. city there? So that was a yes. Huh. Yes. I'm surprised because I thought the poor would be voting against it because don't you think their welfare and their benefits are going to get cut in half? That's what the people are saying, but you have to remember the poor are also like hold strange grudges and are tend to be more nationalistic. Oh, yeah, that is true. I mean, do you think they hate the queen in Scotland? Uh, yes, sir. I mean, well, the vote was overall no, but I'm sure there are a lot of small sects of people, yes, who, who do hate the queen. Well, I'm sure they're still bitter about the whole uh, William Wallace thing. Who is it? Wait, I, I would hate the queen if I was lived anywhere in the United Kingdom. I mean, I think it's bullshit. Well, I think the whole royal family is po- pointless. Yeah. I mean, uh, is the I mean, fact personally, that you have to I like them. them. I like, I like the queen. She's very funny. I like her voice. And the two kids are kind of hilarious. The ginger seemed nice. Seemed like nice people. The ginger uh, prince. prince Charles seems like a buffoon. If I have to hate any of them, I probably hate him. But uh, no, but I mean, just how like you know they're funded by the country and they live these like opulent lifestyles, and there's utterly no reason for it. No, exactly. That's why it's just the fact that we have to. Could you imagine if like we had to support the uh, the Clintons? Or the Kardashians? I mean, we, we kind of even do. I mean, if you're the president, I, I heard a strange fact the other day that, you know, how most job, I mean, most jobs, you don't get a pension now because the working class is just fucked. A middle class working class. We all, we're all just fucked over by the economy and the, and the way that's set up in the United yeah. States. But um, there are certain jobs where you have a pension now, but it, it's like it's calculated. Like you get your full pension if you work here for 20 years, right? 25 years or something. And you can't just go work there a day and get your full pension when you quit. But it's usually like uh, like police officers or firemen, teachers. Yeah, and, but they have to be police for a bunch of years. And then it's calculated based on like your average salary for like the last three years that you work. So if you just start out as a policeman and you're making like 40 grand, you know, your pension, even if it's vested, is going to only be like 30 grand a year. But if you're a sergeant making like 80. Yeah, or more decent, yeah. with overtime and all that shit. But you know what it is for the president? What? All, all you have to do is be inaugurated and you could resign like five minutes after you're inaugurated and you get your full, I think it's like $400,000 per year for life pension. For li- Wait, you get a for life pension? Yeah. So all the presidents that are so like Carter, yeah. well, I'm G. sure it's Bush. adjusted for inflation. Inflation. So, but like whatever it was when it was Carter, the equivalent in today's dollars of something like four hundred thousand dollars. As if George W. Bush needs our money. But here's the thing: if you if they could abolish the monarchy and just be like, look, you can't live in this fucking palace anymore that's funded by the state. We will give you four hundred thousand dollars each for the rest of your life. That would be like. A total bargain, right? It would be a pittance compared to like how much they cost to finance their lavish lifestyle. Millions of pounds, yeah, yeah. But then they would lose a figurehead. You still have David Cameron. Yeah, that's true. The prime minister—that's what he's in control, anyways, right? I mean, that—that's how real, you know, Western democracies work. You don't have a monarchy, even if it's just the, you know, symbolic. I think they should shift the figurehead to like Brian May or something like that, or David Bowie. He could be the new figurehead. 
<laughs> so we actually give a shit about. But then is it hereditary? I mean, I guess Brian May might have a kid, but fucking, you know, Freddie Mercury's not. Yeah, possibly. He could adopt. So an unprecedented 4 million people ended up coming out here to vote for this. It's a pretty big deal. Well, that number means nothing. It's, but it was 85% of the population, which is incredible. Yeah. I don't think we'd ever get a turnout in this country for something like that. And also, I don't think the vote would be that clean because the polls closed at 10 and the count began immediately. That would never happen in this country. We'd be debating for months. They also waited for the full count. Whereas today, the news programs just use like their weird models and they you know they basically call the election before they've even counted all the votes i love that i love fox news when they're trying to predict the election the bomb <laughs> all, all of them msnbc all of the left and the right news programs do people understand like a typical election even for president which is the biggest one we have biggest turnout like turnouts for those in the united states is like what 40 percent of the people most people stay home and they're just like, I don't vote. Fuck that. Well, it's voter apathy. I just feel like they, they feel their vote wouldn't make a difference. But if it was something like this, though, like if California was going to secede from the union, I think you would get a huge turnout for that. Well, yeah, it'd be bigger probably, but I still don't think it would break the 50 percent mark. I mean, but this is something that I mean, this is monumental. I mean, it's going to definitely <laughs> shift their, change their lives. Well, think about think about like this. There were 15 percent of people who didn't vote. Imagine those guys. <laughs> Like, hey, what, did you vote for independence or against it? Or, you know, no harm, no foul, but I'm just curious. Just like, oh, I didn't vote. <laughs> I just oh, wonder if they're like the Highlanders that live like way out in the lock or something. Oh, they like could make it to the, the pole. In the hills, yeah. yeah. Um, so the result, was, uh, the result wasn't much of a surprise. The, the no was sitting on a clear lead until recently when it came, when it came pretty close. Um, you know, the, Scotland's been part of England since uh, 1706. Like they, with, officially because the Braveheart movie happened and is set in 1280. So I was wondering about that. So did they have like all these skirmishes leading up yeah, to the official union? What was the deal with William Wallace? Who was he fighting against? Uh, Longshanks. So M- Mel <laughs> Gibson. Longshanks. Are yeah. we to take, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm no historian. The, but are, can we uh, safely just pretend like the plot of Braveheart is the real history of Scotland? Well, of course it would be. I mean, uh, okay, why would Mel Gibson lie to us? I'm not actually reading the history of Scotland. I'm reading the Wikipedia plot of the movie Braveheart. <laughs> so he was, was fighting he, Longshanks. He was fighting King Edward Longshanks. <laughs> <laughs> and the Jews. He hated the Jews, too, apparently. And William Wallace. You know, th- th- you know, that's actually, that's true to life here. Was Mel Gibson even acting? <laughs> they're just like, just be yourself, Mel. Yeah. Pretend they're all Jews. Well, if you remember about that movie, yeah, like Longshanks comes in and he... He gives, uh, he's English and he, uh, the death of Alexander the third was the, um, the head of Scotland and he had no kid to give the throne to. And that's how Longshanks came in. But then he ended up giving a bunch of the lands to like his English, uh, noble people. But then even on top of that, he, he, in, he, uh, instituted some law that like all the Lords, which he just, in, you know, put in there in power could have sex with any, um, bride on, you know, even if it wasn't their wedding, it was another guy's wedding. The nobleman could come in and be like, oh, I'm having sex with her before you do. I own this land and all you people. Yeah, it's not a bad law for like the lords, but I could imagine like the uh, common. Yeah, I'm man. sure my fiance would like that if Obama came in and gave her a good deep dicking. Obama just gave her a good old fashioned rogering because he yeah. can. He's got executive folks, privilege. Folks, I'm not here. I don't want to hold up the wedding, but to assert my rights as the president. 
<laughs> so Scotland uh, voted no. They're still part of the union. Um, what I want to get to here is uh, a lot of celebrities weighed in on this. And they were saying, like, you know, who's influencing the votes here? But people actually did give a shit about celebrity opinions. So I want to call our first celebrity here, Sleazy E, who we haven't had on the show in a long time. And uh, find out, what, what do you think Sleazy, do you think he was for or against uh, independence? I'm going to guess against. You're going to say no. I'm going to say for. I think he was. I think he was for it because uh, it's he, weird because he's, like he's, he's kind of like an anarchist kind of yeah. guy. But then again, he's 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 born and bred English, right? And then most of the English people wanted to keep Scotland as part of the union. They didn't want to split up the union. So let, let's see what uh, let's let's call Sleazy here. I haven't talked to him in a while. Hello, Sleazy. Hey, how's it going hey. there, buddy? I'll call you Sleazy. It's it's been a while since we've had you on the show here. We got a wackerly. Hey, on. Sleazy. So, hey. Uh, Sleazy E, how have you been? Uh, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. What are you up to on this Saturday afternoon? Uh, chilling, watching a Law and Order marathon. You know those kind of things. Law and Order <laughs> marathon. Do. So, Sleazy, uh, I'm sure you've heard the big news about uh, the uh, the independence vote. Uh, me and Lance uh, have a wager here about which side you are on. Are you a oh, yes really? or a no man? What did you vote? For? I, if you would have voted, what would you have voted for? Uh, wow. That's uh, I hope you haven't got too much money on it. Um, I would, I I would be sad to see see um, see it break up actually. Um, but I mean, I'm 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 glad that it I'm glad that it didn't. But then you know, like if the if the people want it, then then it's all good. So, but we, so you would have you would have voted no then? Yeah, but I mean. Just out of practicality and logistics, I think I, I would have voted no. Yeah, damn it, I win. Hey, you win. Wackerly said uh, because he thought because you you know you are British, um, you love the Queen, you would have been. Uh, you, you know, <laughs> I didn't you'd, quite say that. <laughs> you love the monarchy, and uh, you would have been upset to see the the, the breakup, the big breakup. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I thought I was going. I thought you know you know Ian's kind of a punk at heart. He's an anarchist, a bit of a radical. I thought you'd be like, yeah, let's be independent. Fuck well, the Scots. Isn't, isn't it amazing that, you know, like so many um, countries have, you know, fought for years and bloodshed and stuff like that, and also then they just get to vote if they want it or not? I mean, it's just, I mean, that's the way to go, isn't it? Just give it to the people, you know? Well, you know, I was surprised. And the, and the people spoke. I mean, they came out, and it was like 4 million people, like 85% of the country uh, voted. But, um, uh, so. We, you're the first celebrity here that's weighed in on it. Um, sick and wrong favorite. But there are a lot of other celebrities who also actually had opinions, strong opinions for and against. So I'm going to rattle off some names here. You can tell me, both you guys, if you think it was a no or a yes here. Um, starting oh, okay. with Sean Connery. What do you think Sean Connery, how do you think he, he felt was, about the independence? He was a yes. He was a yes. Yeah, wow. I'd say yes, even though he was James Bond working for the Queen. In real life, I think he would say yes. You are right. Sean Connery, who did, he did not vote, one. actually, but he was... Um, <laughs> he didn't vote. No, he didn't vote. He's part of the 15% that didn't vote. What's he have to do? Well, I don't think well, he... he probably, you did, I don't know if he lives there. Registered, yeah, he's not probably... You have to be a registered voter in Scotland, which is... Oh, do you think he lives probably, outside of Scotland? 
Well, I think a lot of they're saying that most of these celebrities that that uh, the, the ones that were voted uh, no were the ones that didn't. You know, none of them lived there and, or, and were registered voters and stuff. Mm. And who still lives in Scotland if you've got money? You know. Hey, <laughs> why don't you buy a castle or something? Um, so yeah, Sean, Sean Connery was a uh, was a yes. Uh, what about uh, Frankie Boyle? Oh, the comedian. Yeah, what do you um, think? He was a yeah, he was a yes. I well, say yes. Yep, you both are right again. Once again, Frankie Boyle actually was a yes. So, All right, uh, how about Hugh Grant? He's a he's a no. He's English. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a ponce. He says a lot of yeah. he, he tweeted a lot of Scottish relations, a lot of Scottish blood. Not that you cares, but please stay Scotland. Um, yeah. what about uh, David Beckham? No, hmm. I say yes. He's a he's a no. He was opposed to Scottish independence. Yeah, he uh, values a relationship and friendship. Uh, J.K. Rowling. She's a she was a no. She yeah, was a no. no. Um, I actually a, read that, so I'm cheating on that one. James yeah, James McAvoy, know. the uh, Scottish X Man star. I would say that's a tricky one. I would say no. Wackerly. Uh, I would say he'd he'd be a yes. Uh, this was a bit of a trick question. He's neutral on the issue. <laughs> neutral. He's neutral. He says, I don't trust politicians at all, and I don't think that yeah. actors, i.e. professional liars, are the best people to be commenting and be backing up other professional liars, i.e. politicians. So that's a bit wow. of a trick one. All right, Ewan McGregor. Yes. Uh, yeah, I say yes. He's a no. He says, oh, uh, I'm yeah, not well. sure that yes is the right move. I'm a Scotsman. I love Scotland. But I also like the idea of Great Britain, and I think it'd be a shame to break it all up. So uh, there's some there's some angle to this where, you know, the UK as a whole doesn't really isn't a huge fan of being part of the European Union anymore. You know, they don't use the euro, but they're part of the European Union. And then Scotland was more into being in the European Union. This is I'm just reading this stuff online. Yeah, but I mean, like they they wouldn't be accepted. They don't have enough like clout and money and um, and economic um, to to be accepted. They were saying. So I think I don't know. I think I think that logistically it would be a crazy nightmare. And I don't know if it would be a best the best idea for the for people. I think the poor would have been screwed in the end, though, because I think yeah, a lot of their yeah. benefits would have been cut. Okay, how about uh, Susan Boyle? <laughs> I say that she was a no. Wackerly? No. She's a no. Yeah, you guys are right. Well, she's, she's, is she Scottish? Uh, I, yeah, I think she's She is Scottish, actually. Something. Yeah, yeah. Is she one of the more attractive Scottish lasses? Than her? Yeah, there's probably, yeah, there's, there's got to be more, more attractive. Please tell me. She doesn't even have red hair. Give me a break. All right, what about, uh, what about Pierce Brosnan? Another James Bond. Another James Bond. We should have just done all the Bonds. Yeah, we should just done Bonds and no other celebrities. What, what do you think, Wackerly? Isn't Brosnan Irish? He is Irish, yeah. but his yeah, father yeah. was Scottish. Modern Irish or regular Irish? Just as Irish. Mm. Yeah. All right, what do you... You're, you're saying no there, Sleazy. What, what about you, Wackerly? I'd say yes. Uh, he's cool either way. He says, if that's what they want, I wish them well. What do you think Roger Moore would have said? I think he would have been a no. I think he would have been a no. All right, what about uh, Russell Brand? I say yes. Yeah, Russell Brand is definitely a yes. Russell Brand tweeted, I've never voted before, but if I was Scottish, I'd vote yes. 
It's a badge of honor for him, never voting. <laughs> David Bowie. Mm. No. I think he's a... I think he's a British, but yeah, he's British through and through, so I'd say no. I mean, David Bowie's almost part of the nobility, you know, the monarchy himself. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pop royalty. He is urging voters, uh, after accepting a trophy at the Brit Awards, to say, stay with us. So he is what a big What about Lemmy, no. your hero, D? You know, I wonder what Lemmy would have been. Lemmy's British. Just I think he would have been. Go to the Rainbow Room and ask him. <laughs> I think Lemmy oh, would have yeah. been a no. Don't you think so? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. He likes to shake it up. Pretty, yeah, but he's pretty like you know old fashioned. I think. And I think he, I think the long, the older you are, and the longer you've been an English person living in England, I think that you're more likely to to be nostalgic about you know the point of his Great Britain, you know, in the United Kingdom. All right, I have two more: Gerard Butler, <laughs> Scottish hunk. <laughs> I refuse to talk about hunks. <laughs> you you so you have no opinion on hunks. What do you think, uh, uh, Sleazy? I think I think I think no. Uh, about Gerard Depardieu? You have his opinion? He's a French. He's, a, he's French. <laughs> so do, he's do, a do their opinion the even matter? I read that he drinks like twelve bottles of wine a day. He kind of looks like it. Though. <laughs> God. Yeah. God, I mean, he's he's just uh, he's hideous. I mean, he in looks like way, he's though. an alcoholic. No, I, I think if they do a real like Shrek, he could play. He could get the role for that. I think, right. right, a French Shrek. I guarantee you, he's had sex with way better looking women than any of us ever will. <laughs> All right, last one here, big celebrity groundskeeper Willie from The Simpsons. <laughs> That's a yes. Well, you, he's actually he actually uh, they, he actually made, had an opinion. Yeah, There's a, they issued a video. They so, they put a video out. Well, what do you think, uh, Sleazy? I think yes. He remained neutral on the subject of Scottish independence. Weak. I know. Yeah. I think the Simpsons didn't want to take a stand. Obama was against it, though, and he was vocal about yeah. it. So, well, I guess there, you know, we'll, we'll have to see uh, what, the, what the outcome will be. I mean, I, do you think it's really going to well, make a difference? We know what the outcome will be. <laughs> no, I mean, it was, okay, I'm, I'm not saying that Status we already quo. know the outcome. But I just wonder, like, how this will affect your know, voting in the future. I mean, it's like, because, uh, you know, there are still people, 40, you know, 45%. Still voted uh, for independence. What about the uh, the yeah. politicians uh, that were in, that were in favor of it? Are they going to lose their jobs now? <laughs> well, um, Alex Salmond has already stood down, I think. Right? Oh, did he resign? Yeah. Do you you know a lot of people were bringing up? Do you think they would have uh, kept the pound or kept the monarchy? Even you know, would they keep the queen like Canada? No, well, that that was the whole yeah. That was a major major thing. Like what 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 money they would use, you know? Like they couldn't actually officially use the pound um, unless unless England let them. And so they would have to like you know create their own currency because probably they wouldn't be able to use the. As I said, they probably wouldn't be able to use the. I think they just would have been trading in scotch. Haggis, yeah, probably. haggis, haggis and scotch. I think that would have been the new yeah, currency in uh, Scotland. Anyway. <laughs> All right, well, Sleazy E, it was uh, good to have you on the show. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. UK expert. Yeah, UK expert. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm, I'm really surprised. I thought you would be for independence, but uh, Wackily, uh, Wackily won there. Well, um, you know me. I'm a practic- practical realist. And so, like, I think, in the, you know, like, it's, it's all, if you, if you make decisions like that on emotion, then, 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 then it's pretty silly, I think. Did, uh... Do you remember where you were when uh, Princess Di married Charles? And did you cry? 
Oh, when they got married or when yeah. she died? No, oh, okay. Well, oh. Did you cry when she died? <laughs> no. no. <I> did <laughs> did you cry? cry? Okay, but you cried during the wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's a big yeah, deal. I was in the south of France during the wedding. We were watching it on, like 20 of us watching it on, a, uh, on like a 10-inch uh, black and white TV. What the hell were you doing in France? Frog country. I know, right? I know. God. My dad was extremely into that wedding. And the uh, yeah. the one with Kate also. Yeah, my my dad, my dad was super into it. Dad. Yeah, my, I remember uh, we were in South Africa. And it was like a big deal. It was a big deal there anyway. But uh, yeah, we all like got together. My my dad like made a big event out of it. Like they had a big screen at the at the temple. Yeah, that's how my dad oh. explained it. It was that like you know throughout his life, like every time it happens, it was always this big thing. So it's like nostalgic for him even, even yeah, though it was, it was a big deal. Never been out of. The- I've never been out of the Midwest at the time it happened. It's funny. All right. Well, uh, Sleazy, we got to move on, but uh, it's okay. good to have you on the show and uh, n- n- nice to hear your opinion Back on this. Back to Jerry Orbach and yeah. all those guys fighting crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Litigating them. All right, dude. Talk to you all later. Right, later. All right, Wacker. We got to move on. Running over a little longer than I planned for this intro, but it's big news. Big news going on. You're getting engaged. Scotland still remains part of the UK. And now we got to get on to our, uh, our pointless news stories. Craft. Yeah, the craft. We got to get back to crafting what we do. We got to get back to our craft here. Uh, people, you know the way the show works. You send your stories, sickroompodcast.com. We read them here on the show. If we give you credit, if we read your story, we'll send you a sickroom care package. Um, it's episode 450. It's a big show. So this is a pretty major event for him. We, we are 50 shows away, Wackerly, from 500. Right. So yeah. it'll be like a full year at least. Yeah, it's about a year. So we do one a week. But, uh, but still, we're, we're, we, it's kind of, it's a bit of, this is like half a milestone. But um, yeah, so um, we got some good, we got some good stories. It's difficult to choose here. Um, one, one of the stories actually took place in my hometown where I went to high school, Bay City, Michigan. So uh, we'll get to that right after this word from our sponsor. Hey kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So the first story came in from uh, Jeff. He says, I'm surprised Steele wasn't the third party here. And, uh, you know, I'm actually kind of surprised. I wonder if Steele has ever participated in any menage a trois. Do you I imagine? Steele knows these people. He could. You know, at first when I read this guy's name, I thought it was Martin. I thought it was Mike Martin. <laughs> so imagine how awful that would be. Like uh. if you're in a threesome with Mike Martin and his wife. Ugh. I, I do want to. I do wonder if Steele's ever been in a threesome. Next time he's on the show, let's ask him that. Yeah, he probably. Has. I would say. I would say. I would guess yes. So your your vote would be yes. I would right. say yes, and it was extremely awkward for all parties. Oh, of course. Yeah, um, and probably kind of disappointing. I think uh, to both. I bet you what ended up happening is he just probably masturbated while watching the the couple having sex, which I don't think I would be able to perform. Do you imagine his bug eyes just staring at you? Yeah, you have to block it out. Commenting. You have to block it criticizing. out. Criticizing. It'd be awful. 
jealous Bay City husband attacks new roommate in wake of threesome. It's a great headline. It's happened in Bay City, Michigan. It's where I went to high school. Um, I didn't realize people were so randy in that uh, that city. I, I guarantee this isn't like a sexy threesome that you'd see on Pornhub. This is more of like uh, the gross kind of threesome you'd see at a swingers party at a holiday. A realistic Inn. threesome. A realistic one. Like yeah. happens in real life. So this Bay City man here is charged with a 10-year felony due to police alleging he attacked another man that he and his wife had invited to their home and engaged in sexual acts with. Um, his patient here, 20-year-old Michael Cheney, told officers he is homeless and had been living with Martin Miller, 30, and his wife, Daniela Miller, 24. You're um, not he, homeless if you're living with people. Well, he'd been living with them for about a week. Oh. So he was a homeless. Previously homeless. He was a homeless guy. They moved in with this couple. Um, apparently, Daniela Miller was with Cheney at the hospital, and she gave police similar accounts, saying that uh, they shared a sexual experience uh, together three days prior to him being at the hospital. Uh, what happened here, it's kind of weird that they invite this homeless guy in, and then they just have sex with him. Like, I, I don't think that's generally a good idea, but... Well, beggars can't be choosers, is what they say. Who's the beggar here? <laughs> the people who want some guy to have sex with them in a threesome. <laughs> yeah, don't be confused by the fact that one of the people is homeless. He's not actually the beggar in this uh, scenario. So Martin, the husband, became jealous after the threesome because uh, his wife, Daniela, started to distance herself from him. Oh, that, that hurts. Well, this is kind of the problem. Like She's probably really into sexual relations with homeless people. This guy, you know, is probably more of a charitable type of dude. You know, he like There's not a lot of homeless people in Bay City. Yeah, that's I mean, a surprise. This is a really kid though. This guy's 20. One. I wonder if you know, I'm I keep trying to picture cuz obviously I'm trying to make a comedic bent here, but I I'm picturing like a hobo, like a guy with a bindle, you know. I don't even think you can and, technically be called homeless if you're 20. I mean, if you're if you're 20 and you're living in your car, that's just like what 20 year olds do that's probably uh, the case in this situation he probably ran away from home because he's pissed his parents they took his xbox away and now he's just right. like living in his car meets them at a bar and then uh, ends up having sex with them but it's what the i think the problem here is they let him move into her house into their house and the wife ended up liking the homeless guy because he's 20 she probably uh satisfies her sexually because he's got a rock hard 20 year old dick exactly probably can get it up multiple times whereas the husband's like you know paunchy 30 year old dude rather watch football is the couple 30 is that what we've determined well the husband's 30 the wife's 24 oh so i think i think there's a problem if you're gonna have a threesome i think you should probably arrange it with a stranger online and then uh that guy leaves not living in your house don't even no don't even have him come just go to a hotel you go to a hotel so, um, <laughs> who are we kidding? The husband became jealous after the threesome. So here, here's how it all went down. Cheney was cooking hamburger meat while the Millers were in the bathroom. Cheney brought a spoonful of meat into the bathroom to have them taste test it. But Martin Miller threw the meat into the bathtub, refused to have a, a taste of his hobo stew. It's interesting how they make the homeless guy do the cooking. It's, more it's like interesting a, that it, the toilet's right there, yet he throws the meat into the bathtub. Well, I wonder how he did this. Do you think he just kind of like slapped it out of his hand? Or do you think he took the spoon and was like, you know, put it towards his mouth and was like, psych, and then put it in the bathtub? Yeah, the psych one. 
Yeah. And psych is still a term that they use in uh, Bay City. I always, whatever happened to psych? It's not just a term. It's the actual psyching somebody out. <laughs> it's something you don't see a lot of anymore. Yeah. How come people don't do that? Like, whatever happened to psych? I don't know. There's probably a lot of vines about it. Psych? It was so big when we were in high school. Just try and start the hashtag and like, you know. Hashtag psych? Pic- pictures of you psyching people out. It's not psyching somebody out as you would do in like a fencing match or chess. It's like you, uh, it's basically tri- tricking, tricking somebody. somebody, right? Like how, how did it work? Because I, I think a lot of young people, you know, who uh, were probably infants when we were in high school. Or um, not even born. Or not even born yet. They probably don't know uh, how psych works. Like the, the way it works is like you pretend to do something and then they trick them and you do the opposite, right? And then you say psych. Right. Like, you know, hey, do you want this extra piece of pizza I have? And then you start to hand it to them, and then, but then you just eat it yourself, and you say yeah, like, psych. psych, and then you stick psych, it in your mouth. you get nothing. <laughs> it's, it's actually There's probably better psychs than that, but that's just the one I came up with on the top of my head. It's, it sounds rather Off cruel. Like, it's, it's just cruel to do that. Like, could you, so do you think they were psyching well, out the homeless guy? With their, with their psychological makeup. <laughs> so this guy, he's psyching him out because he thinks he's, he's showing him like, okay, I'll have a bite of your hobo stew. Oh yeah, but it looks instead, really good. I, I love your cooking. Psych, I hate it. And this throws it in the bathtub. Right. <laughs> instead of the toilet. Where somebody's going to have to push it down the drain with their toes. Well, uh, Cheney here, the homeless guy, um, decided to bring a second spoonful of meat. It's persistent. He goes back downstairs, gets a second spoonful of meat, back to the bathroom. This time, Martin Miller just tossed the whole spoon into the tub water. So this tub that they just bathed in, I wonder if they were about to bathe in the tub, and now it's full of, of uh, hobo stew. Why is there so much interaction between these dudes in the threesome and, and hamburger meat? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this <laughs> you is... You have a threesome and there's another dude... First of all, why? <laughs> but do you think it's a bisexual threesome or do you just think it's like the wobbly age style? I'm picturing wobbly age style, but, the but there's hamb- so much interaction between these guys. I'm thinking it's like it's it's really a true three way. Like everybody's getting it and giving it. They don't, you know, the Bay City Times doesn't go into that much detail, lurid right. detail Shitty about babe. the threesome. Yeah, I think if this was a uh, if this was good reportage, we'd find out who is giving and who's receiving here. Um, but yeah, they don't. They don't really. Uh, they, instead, they're focusing on the meal that occurred post threesome. It's so not I a imagine, meal, though. I mean, they're exchanging food in the bathroom. That's no, not but typically he, how a meal works. Yeah, but he's cooking hamburger meat. And he's bringing it to the bathroom for them to taste test. It. Up the stairs. That's not normal. Well, he wants them to taste test it. But yeah, he's like obviously uh, he's walking through the whole house like great distances with spoonfuls of meat and making multiple trips. I think he's obviously infiltrating the private space here between the millers hmm. you know and i think that's that's why cheney uh or martin miller was upset so um cheney after the second spoonful of meat was thrown into the bathtub cheney tells miller to stop wasting food and he walked out of the bathroom miller followed him threatened to beat him up cheney told miller i dare you at which point he kicked the kid in the chest pushed his wife out of the way and choked cheney till he passed out choke so- chain he choked Cheney. It's kind of hard to say. Um, Cheney, uh, Cheney uh, went, went to the hospital. He said he blacked out, but he remembers Miller saying he was going to kill him. And so um, after he went to the hospital, police went to the Miller's home and spoke with Martin Miller, who confirmed much of the accounts given by his wife and Cheney. Uh, he said he threw the hamburger into the tub as a joke. 
and that Cheney was just being an it's asshole. It's just a funny haha joke. Yeah. The old hamburger in the bathtub joke. Hamburger in the bathtub. This guy's being an asshole. Uh, Miller told police that he asked his wife why she always takes Cheney's side in a dispute. Because I think he, he assumed that uh, this guy probably got a bigger dick. Pleases his wife better. He's jealous. No, he, if they've been in the threesome, he knows full well that he has a bigger dick. Yeah, I think he's jealous. He also said that Cheney called his bluff when he threatened to beat him up. And this is his, uh, his defense here. He goes, I'm a Marine. When someone challenges me, I go into kill mode. So, um, I guess, yeah, it's his justification. A big thing in, in, in Bay City in the Midwest is lying about the fact that you're a Marine. A Marine. Yeah, but there's a lot of uh, people who are in armed, service, you know, armed forces. Right, the, uh, right. They, like, you know, filed papers. <laughs> you know, or they worked in the kitchen peeling potatoes. Yeah, but time. did you get a lot of recruitment at your high school? Because I remember they would call us. Like they I don't would uh, being called, but I, there were a lot of people who went into the military. Yeah, of course. There's this guy. Uh, he kind of looked like Colin Powell, named Officer Burdick, and we would call him Bird Dick. Well, that's clever. Yeah, it was very clever. But whatever. We're in high school, but he <laughs> yeah, would yeah, he would serious. call though, and he was always at our school. You had to go and have like meetings with Burdick, and so when he'd call, he'd be like, "Oh, hi, Officer Burdick," and he's like, "Burdick," like, "Okay, um, Officer Burdick." You'd bring it up, and he would constantly just correct you. He wouldn't get mad about it. He'd just correct you every right. time, even yes. if you said it like 30 times. <laughs> it's like an albatross around his neck. You think he'd just change the name. Yeah, but you must have been proud of it. But anyway, they, they just that's, a, that's fertile ground for recruiting uh, armed forces in, in like the Midwest. Like all those towns, like little shitty towns like Bay City or yep. Ohio. That's where they get, that's where they get uh, military people. And what happens, they go in the military and they, yeah, they, they cut vegetables or they, or they uh, are dishonorably discharged. And yeah. uh, because I'm, they, not, I'm not dissing the military, I'm dissing the Midwest. <laughs> it's well, full of those people. I just knew a lot of people, a lot of them actually ended up committing suicide in Bay City that were ex-military guys that never actually even completed their term. Like they yeah, were either kicked training. out for dealing drugs or they yeah. couldn't pass basic training. And then when they're back Assassin, in Bay City, they're just, yeah, they're just getting drunk all the time saying, I'm a Marine. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm sure you're a Marine. I want to see your kill mode here. What are you going to go kill that spoon Ooh, of hamburger don't go meat? Into kill mode, buddy. And then they actually beat your ass. <laughs> well, that's what happened <laughs> here I'm not to even Cheney. a fake Marine. <laughs> he says, uh, Miller told police that he choked Cheney, but didn't recall if he kicked him or not because he can't remember that. He says he didn't lose consciousness. But I did hit him hard enough for him to know. So uh, I guess he uh, proved who's boss here. Who's the boss in this house? Yeah, it sucks when you hit somebody and they don't know that you hit them. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just, you're such a puss. No, this, this guy, I mean, he was in What, do you scratch mode. my back? No, I'm hitting you. Uh, Miller was arrested subsequently. You know, I'm surprised he didn't, uh, didn't try to say, like, this guy's lucky to be alive because I was in kill mode. You know, kill mode yeah, apparently his no kill joke. mode doesn't result in deaths, which you might want to get that calibrated. <laughs> Not a very good kill mode. Yeah, I think this guy needs to work on his kill mode. And, uh, you know, I, I really think if you're going to have a threesome, just do it with a stranger in a hotel. Don't give them a... Don't let them... Don't give an opportunity for your wife to be like, oh, wow, this guy's way better at sex than you. you well, know? that can happen with a stranger. Yeah, but if you do it just once... yeah. You yeah, know, get him out no of contact. there. I mean, get him out so she can't be, uh, so she can't see an alternative. You know, this is, his wife's 24. You know, he's 30. He'd probably rather watch TV. Probably rather watch Law and Order reruns with Sleazy. Yeah. E. yeah. You know. Anyway, uh, Wackley, what do you have here for the second story?
This story comes out of Queen's Village, which I think is in England or the UK somewhere. Uh, not too happy about the new neighbors, this guy. Not too happy at all. About the new neighbors? His name's Jim Dolan. Oh, no, sorry. That's that's the reporter. I don't know what this guy's name is. They know him as Jimmy in the neighborhood, so he's got the same name as the reporter, which is going to, to make things confusing. But he, he had some... Uh, I don't know if they're Indian or Pakistani, some one of those countries, uh, neighbors, the Agurawals, Agurawals. Hmm. So he, he, he has some foreign neighbors that move in next door. And he's well, like, they might be citizens. They're ethnically different than him. There goes the neighborhood. What about your neighbors, Wacker? You have a house. Do you live next to uh, foreign people? Uh, well, uh, there's a Filipino lady and a white man who live together with their grandkids. Do you, do you have neighbors on both sides? Do you know your neighbors? Yeah. I don't have coastal property, <laughs> if that's what you mean. No, but I mean, you could be on the corner and you don't I have... I know quite like, a few. There's actually a Scottish guy who lives down the street, strangely enough. I just remembered that. Would you be upset if there was like a white trash family or a, or a black family that lived across the street that just, you know, obviously was in a, a lower socioeconomic class than you? Had no, their I car don't care. up on blocks? Nope, I don't care. Do not care. I don't like barking dogs. But so doesn't it affect the real here. estate? Like, this guy is probably like, all right, there goes the neighborhood. Eh. I didn't move into a high-class neighborhood is the thing, so I have no expectations. So what about this guy? Is he living in a high-class neighborhood? Doesn't I doubt it. sound it. like it. <laughs> I doubt it. He's not me. If anybody's lowering the property values, it's him. Anyways, he doesn't approve. And to do that, uh, to, uh, you know, to get back at the neighbors and to display his displeasure, he's been posting pornographic uh, magazine photos uh, up in his windows, veritably plastering them across the windows. Now that is passive aggressive. And I assume that these aren't tasteful Playboy images, right? So he's just pasting hustler pics. I assume it's wide open beaver time. Wow. Wide open butthole time, too. I mean, if it were me and I was trying to have this effect, that those are the photos. Those would be my go-to's. Do you think this guy went out to the porn shop and bought these magazines no. specifically, or do you think this is from no, his he collection? Had he had them, which is kind of weird, though, because uh, you'd think that the kind of guy who has a bunch of porn and is deeply, deeply racist and xenophobic are the kind of people who uh, like have a lot of respect for their porn collection. But this guy just seems to be tearing pages out willy-nilly. But I wonder if he just had, like, you know, if he has his favorite porn mags over here. Oh, these these are like his trunk. throwaways? Yeah, his throwaways. This is what I torment Indian people with. Or maybe he's like one of those uh, action figure collecting adults where they buy two of each so they can play with one and keep one in the box. <laughs> what, what did his wife say about this? Well, I don't think he's married. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbors say, though, they say, my son, he's four. My nephews are seven and nine, and they come over and they see this. This is ridiculous, Astro. Stop. Said Sanjeev Agirawal. Dude, wouldn't you be stoked if you were nine years old and be like, dude, there's like naked chicks all over this guy's uh, fucking yeah. kitchen windows. This I'm is really awesome. Stoked. I'd be jacking it in the yard. I would be super stoked. Maybe I would hide behind a bush and jack it, but I, there would be jacking involved. When you're that age, you can just look at a picture and then memorize it and go jack it somewhere else. And you remember, yeah, exactly, because you can, you can put it in the spank bank for later. Right. The spank bank doesn't work when you're 40 because you just can't remember. When you're a kid, though, you jack off to anything. Like, I remember right. I remember when I, like, you know how, like, Showtime and, and Skidamax used to be all scrambled, but occasionally yep. you would see a titty? Yep. I would jack off to that. Jack off to that. Yeah. 
Today, I mean, kids have cell phones with cameras, so you could just take a picture of the porn and then actually have the picture in your phone. Or you could just look up porn on your phone. True. <laughs> Cut to the chase here. <laughs> I, think some, I think some people have uh, parental controls on their children's computers, though. I guess I guess you could block it on your phone too, couldn't you? Yeah, probably. There's probably some. I don't. I don't know. I don't know about having kids, but I assume there's some kind of phone. Uh, yeah, controls. Hmm. The reporters. Uh, oh, Sanjeev says he's upset that some because some Indian guy moved in next door, so he is Indian. That's the basic thing, said Sanjeev. The reporters uh, got involved with Channel Seven News, and he went over there, and he asked the guy, uh, "Why do you have them up there?" And Jimmy said, I'm drying them out. They got damp last night. <laughs> the reporter says, they've been up for some time. Because he's like, he, he's indulging him that he might have actually put them in the window to dry them out. But clearly they've been up there too long to just be drying out. Wow, that, you know, yeah, I, gotta, I gotta admire this guy for quick thinking there. Yeah. I mean, what else would you say? Like, uh, who would have thought about drying out your porn? Well, what he thought to say when he asked them why they'd been up there for so long, if they're just drying them out, is he said, excuse me? <laughs> and then the reporter said, you do that to offend your neighbors. Is that the gist of it? Is that what you do, sir? They have children next door. This guy's a true cherub of justice. Yeah, I was about to say, Woodward and Bernstein here. Yeah, really. I will get to the truth. He's on the beat. Yeah. Some um, hardcore reporting. The thing is, though, all the other neighbors, even the what, the Caucasian ones, are pissed off about this. Like you said, because of uh, you know declining property values. Uh, Sill says that especially because there's a high school in the area, you wouldn't want to see these kinds of things happening. Kids, teenagers, everything. <laughs> teenagers, <laughs> like if teenagers see some bush on a photo, it's like gonna fucking. I mean, they're probably having full-blown sex. I, I imagine it's the preteens who are being corrupted. If I was a preteen, I would be like, hey, dude, he's got new porn pics up on the, on the kitchen windows. Let's yeah, go over there. Get your uh, cell phone camera out. Yeah, oh, I've like, already it, been by there, dude, twice. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what, I think times. that's what would happen here. Is this guy would be attracting like gaggles of preteen dudes. Just coming I mean, over if I was and, a teen, I'd be going up, I'd be knocking on the guy's door saying like, dude, like you got to get some goatsy up there if you're really <laughs> offensive or tub girl. Like this shit from Hustler, you know, my mom reads Hustler. Yeah. In this day and age, you, you know, you should put some real pics up there. Neighbors like, want what well, what neighbors want is for the pictures to come down permanently so they can walk their children freely. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they cover their eyes when they walk by this guy's house? I don't know. I mean, if it was in my neighborhood, it'd just be the funny porn house. <laughs> no, <laughs> you this, could say it's like you could say it's Halloween decorations, I guess. You know, this guy's got to be like, uh, you know, he's got to be somebody everybody talks about in the neighborhood, like the old yeah. curmudgeon that just lives down the street. He's no good. He's shiftless. Yeah, he's shiftless. He probably people is unemployed. Would, people never trick or treat over there. Yeah, he's he's on the dole. The guy's probably a drunk. House full oh. of porn. Probably has a real doll. That's what I would do if I was this guy. I would get a real doll. Get a real doll? And just like hang out outside. Maybe even a blow-up doll because he probably can't afford a real doll. And yeah, just real hang out outside. 5, like bucks. You know, walk around with it. Just do something. And then put like pictures of goatsy. If you really want to freak out your neighbors, I would do something like that. Right. You know, a couple porn pics. anything off there. Is that site even around anymore? <laughs> I'm sure there's some similar site you could find. Remember Style Project back in the day? Oh, yeah. That that site used to have the best pictures, and then it just became pure porn. The infancy of the internet. 
It was one. That was one of my favorite sites <clears throat> because I was, you know, as we spoke about here on the show, I was a big fan of sending out uh, disturbing pictures to my friends. But right. that was the source of all the pictures. Ogrish style project. I wonder if that guy committed suicide. That's what I would assume. The style guy. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Remember how big mullet galore was? Yeah, it was pretty big. That was uh, that was my roommate. That dude. That dude had a, 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 a expansive collection of odd porn. He could have put some pictures up on his window. So what, what's, the, uh, what's the deal here? Is the guy breaking the law? No. So you <laughs> it's can't, not breaking the law. So you can't there's do anything? Some, uh, there's probably some, you know, lewd act law. But I mean, it's really, I mean, it's in your own house. Like, don't look at my house then, asshole. So what happens if you're just walking butt naked in front of the window with a boner? That's public indecency. So how is this not indecency? Well, they're photographs. Yeah, but you're putting photographs of uh, naked people, lurid Here's, sex here acts. Here's the test is take a picture of your own cock and put that picture in the window. <laughs> See what Johnny Law has to say about that. Could you imagine if this guy just had just the whole window of his house, like living room window, just plastered with pictures of his cock? I would, I would be pissed about that. Do the that. experiment. No, I'd be pissed if I was Why one of these Indian it? kids. You're always trying to do something viral. Yeah, that would be. Do you think I'd get in uh, the newspaper for that? There's only one way to find out. You know, I do have a hot chick that lives across the way now. There you go. Hmm, maybe I'll do that. I just, what I'd My be worried heart. about, though, is I'd do it, and then she'd just be laughing and have her friends come over and just point and laugh. Sometimes you can't worry about, you know, what might happen. I don't know. Except to be bald. I think it would, uh, it would damage my self-esteem. Well, I, I think I agree with you. This guy needs to get more vile pictures. I think just uh, these bland vanilla pictures of sex acts from a hustler aren't shocking anybody, let alone Indian people. I do Indian wonder people. what his favorite porns are. Hmm. English well, Bird Monthly. Let, let alone like Indian people. They have the Kama Sutra. They're not impressed. But even, even normal or semi-normal newspapers over there in England have like center Tabloid sex. Yeah, or topless girls. Right. So, I mean, this guy, if this guy really wants to do the trick, he needs to get more extreme. Blow up doll and pictures of goatsy. Anyway, uh, we're going to get on the phone calls here, people. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. How do y'all flick my balls? I put a spell on you. So, Wackerly, we got some phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846 is that number. Um, Trucker Paul called in. I, I like the idea. that I, I like the fact that Trucker Paul's calling the show again. I kind of missed him. I hope nothing's going wrong with his life. He's now listening to podcasts. Again. There's got to be an issue. I mean, maybe right. I know he had a newborn, so maybe he was occupied with that for a while, but now he's like, okay, he's back driving the trucks, shitting in Walmart bags, listening to Sick and Wrong. Just sending a piss jug. Yep. Uh, here's Trucker Paul. You know, 
this is Trucker Paul, and I'm watching the video of the squirrel and the French guys, which is gross because they're wearing their underwear with cowboy hats. But as far as the squirrel's concerned, awesome. Get rid of those fucking pests. I tell you, though, the, the you know, shoot the fucking thing. Skin it. Eat it. They're absolutely delicious. Pour some barbecue sauce on. Put them on the grill. Wrap them in bacon. Oh, I got four or five of them in the freezer right now. I can't wait to get home. Delicious. With a capital D-E-E for D. Simon. Delicious. Goodbye. Put your tongue on my testicles. <laughs> well, thank you, Trucker Paul, for that. The Squirrel Fan Club guy is not going to be happy. No, I don't. I, I think. Uh, do you think they eat squirrels in other countries? Yeah, of course. Because I know in the in the <laughs> South, in the uh, in the United States, it's a delicacy. It's not a delicacy. A lot of people eat it, though. I that think it's, mean it's a delicacy. I think I think they do. I think they prepare it. These what they call way. a bizarre food. Would you ever eat squirrel? Sure, why not? I don't give a shit. Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend's like that. Like she will she will purposely eat some exotic meat just to say just to have tried it. I think it's the only thing I don't like food wise is when things are like fermented. And some fermented things are fine, like beer, cheese, or beer. But like you know, like fermented meats or you know fermented tofu and. I hate pate. I hate the idea of pate. I hate the, the consistency. You don't eat any meat, so it's just... It's no, I just think it's gross, though. Is. I wouldn't even... No, my, my opinion's <laughs> no, invalid. I'll eat any organ. I don't care. Sweet wow. meat, sweet breads, I mean. So you think uh, Trucker Paul here really does eat squirrel? Sure. I'd say so. I bet you he's had squirrel. I bet you he doesn't have any in his freezer. I think he's just trying to... I like the laugh. guy from, uh, what was the guy in uh, Walking Dead that always is uh, killing squirrels? Daryl? Uh, Daryl. Daryl, I yeah. believe. I haven't watched that show in a long time. He's always it's had, had squirrels hanging up. I know a lot of people are into it, but that show sucks. <laughs> you know what? It, it, it should be called The Boring Dead because it is quite boring. Dead. I mean, uh, I know there's is the show called The Talking Dead where they recap what happened. I don't know why you'd ever have to recap that show because barely anything ever does happen. <laughs> and when it does happen, it's like the most cliched shit. Your buddy Chris Hardwick does it. That oh, show, Hardwick. <laughs> why does that not surprise me? <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Trucker Paul is a fan of squirrel meat. Um, another guy in the UK calls in about that. Uh, we were asking if there's squirrels in the UK. Hey, D and Lance. My name's Rich. Uh, first time calling in. Long time listener. Uh, just to clarify something about the squirrels, you said that they're only uh, like North American, like located in the North American region of the world. Uh, we actually get them over here in the UK as well, gray squirrels. Uh, originally, we had bread squirrels uh, back in like the, I don't know, like the 1800s or something. Yeah, the gray squirrels came over and fucking boats uh, from America. And uh, ever since they've been killing off the red squirrel population over here. Uh, there's still a few left in the wild. Not many where I live. Uh, yeah, squirrel facts. America, fuck yeah. USA. Mm-hmm. USA. Our squirrels are even badass. <laughs> it's nice. To, it's good to know. It's good to know that uh, we're making an impression over there in the UK. Knowledge is power. Yep. It's half the battle. Our squirrels are probably fatter, larger than the uh, the red squirrels. Hmm. 
Um, got another uh, call here. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, this, this, I don't, I don't even understand how this can happen. Because you, you know my sentiments on uh, masturbating with an animal in the room. I think I've spoken to you about that before. You're not into it? No, I, I will put the animal in another room and then I will masturbate. I don't like to masturbate with an animal in the room. I remember when I got that little dog with my ex-girlfriend. I think she got that dog just to fuck with me so I couldn't masturbate at home because I was working from home. You guys kind of lived in a loft that didn't really have different rooms. Well, I had a door where my office was. But the oh, little, little jack-off closet? That's what you're talking about? jack-off closet, yeah. Oh, okay. But that dog would sit there and scratch on the door the whole time. Totally bothering me. And if I let, you know, and if, if she was in the room, she wanted to jump. She'd think I was playing, so she'd want to jump in my lap. Sure, I was playing with myself, not the dog. Let's play. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> you should, lock your, have boundaries. should lock your animals in another room, or this might happen. Hey, Dean Lance. This is Jeremy calling from New York, and I just thought you might like to hear a story. Um, unfortunately, to tell this story, I got to explain to you how I masturbate. So sorry about that. But uh, when I'm jerking off, I generally do it at my desk, at my computer. I got my porn going. And when I do it, right when I'm about to come, what I will do is I will spill out of my chair onto my knees. I'm not sure why. It just, for whatever reason, when I'm on my knees, I feel like that's the most comfortable position for me to blow my load, right? So now that's a dangerous learned behavior. Because why? now, well, because you probably can't get off. When you, when you make your body accustomed to jacking off in a certain grip or a certain position like that, you probably can't get off just having normal sex, you know, because now he probably, you know. So you, he, you, your advice is to vary your body position. No, just don't do weird shit when you masturbate. Just fucking crank <laughs> it and then blow your load and you'd be done and go on to your business. Don't like, this guy is fucking, has his ritual here. He, you know what he probably does? He probably gets down on his knees and sprays it so it goes straight up and gets all over himself. Like that's, it's like a fountain. That's you probably think he's, he's telling us all the details. I don't think so. I think mm -hmm. he's, I think he, uh, he, he's like, he's got this weird technique. So what happens now when he's uh, banging a girl or having sex with a, with a partner and then he's like, Oh, I've got to blow my load, get on my knees or he can't blow his load. It's weird. <laughs> but you can usually move to a kneeling position, you know, from like missionary or doggy or I guess the only problem would be if she's on top, you're not going to be able to. Well, what do you do? Do you throw her over and then get on your knees and be like, Oh, I need a fountain of cum all over myself. Yeah. It's fucking That's gross. That's what you do. Yeah, but he's trained his body to do. You need to go jack off the normal way, dude. So I'm jacking it. And, uh, and I'm looking at the porn and whatnot and I jump down, I'm at that moment and I drop down onto my knees and I look up and my cat is staring me right in the eye. Apparently he was just chilling right next to my chair and I did not notice. So I look down, I look at my cat, um, and, uh, he's looking up at me and he's right in the line of fire and there's not much I oh, can the do fountain. at this point. You know, I'm past yep. the point in overtime. Um, so, unfortunately, I just blow a load right in my cat's face. Hmm. Um, and he does that thing where he, like, shakes his head off. He tries to, like, you know, like, if you squirt a cat with a bottle of water, D, I'm sure you know with your fucking hairless pussy cat. Uh, he, he does that thing where he just, like, tries to shake himself off, get all the cum off him, but he can't, so he, like, tries, you know, he rubs his paws on his head. Oh, man. And he it's licks the, worst. the cum off cum his paws, and he seems to really enjoy
enjoy that sort of thing. So he's even so now licking his cum. I'm trapped in this uh, thing where I have to, every time I'm jerking off, my cat's like always running to me. <laughs> and, uh, and like looking up, like expecting like. So now every time I jack it, I gotta like lock him in the bathroom. You should have been and doing I'm that anyway. man, like if, uh, D, if you've run into anything uh, of that nature. And if not, I recommend that you come in the cat space. Anyway, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. That's the podcast and fill up. No, I've, I've never run into that because I lock my cat away in another room when I jack off. What like, you forget? Like I'm a normal person. I wouldn't be able to jack it because the cat would tr- be jumping on my lap. You know, or, or think I'm, I'm playing. What if it's locked away, but then it's somehow when you're in mid-jack, it figures out how to open the door. It would totally ruin the experience. But this, mm. is, this is why I'm uh, dubious here of this guy's claims. Do you really think this was, quote-unquote, accidental? Yeah. I don't think so. Hmm. This guy already has weird fucking rituals, getting down on his knee, spraying fountains of cum all over his face. His knee. His one knee. His, his knees. I, I guarantee he probably was just like, this would be really funny to jack off on my cat. I'm going to call a podcast about it. Call a podcast about it. Think yeah. he makes videos of it? No, because he would have sent it to us. I don't want to see that. If you do, I don't want to see that. But no, it, you know, this has never happened to me. Um, because I would never let yeah. it happen. But you, you know what I have been doing with my Mistakes cat, Mistakes can be made. You know what I have been doing with my cat? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like to fart on my cat. I think it's really funny. Not on him. I don't sit on him and fart. But like when he's around, like the cat will like come around. Crop dusting your cat. Oh, it's so funny. Like the cat will come over and chill on my bed, like right by my ass. I'll rip a loud fart. And that cat will just be like, whoa, totally shaken. Ears up in the air, like what the fuck was that? Because I don't think Does he understands your cat farts. Fart on you, actually, that cat, all this cat farts all the time. Huh. I think all cats fart, but this cat, like it's 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 horrible. Maybe you need to change its diet. You know, I I think this is part of the reason. When I got this cat from the from the breeder, she was like, "Okay, you got to feed it this wellness cat food, dude. That shit is like two dollars and thirty cents for a can. Two dollars and thirty cents." Fuck that. My cat's getting friskies, which is like 10 for four bucks. Maybe you can go on eBay and get some like cheap Chinese made cat food. No, nah, dude, that cat's going to get the, the 10 for $4. I'm a Jew here. I'm not spending that much money. No, I'm saying maybe you could even, you know, buy it down and leave even more. Yeah, I don't trust Chinese cat food. Do <laughs> you imagine how bad that, those farts would smell? Probably little ground True. up babies. I don't know. But yeah, no, I, they, my cat... That's my new thing. I like to fart on my cat. But I don't jack off on my cat like some sick fuck. Yeah. Dude, seriously, you need to lock your cat up in another room. It's disgusting. Um, you know, we did get a great breakup story, but we're going to have to get to it next week. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah. Um, call in, though. I, I want to start a bit with that, though. I do want to start a bit with that. But we'll, we'll get to that breakup story next week. We've got a couple of, actually, breakup stories. But for now, um, I want to read a couple of emails, and we've got to get out of here. Uh, we got this email here from Amanda, who actually gave us her phone number, which is really odd. I almost want to call it just to see what would happen here. Amanda writes, Dear Sick and Wrong, I have a problem. I am horny all the freaking time, and I wish my fiancé would be able to keep up with me. I wish we fucked every day, but unfortunately it's the other way around. 
What what's, <laughs> what's the, the other, other way? way around, right? Yeah, I don't even know. What was the other way? What's the other way here? Um, she says, please let me know what your opinions are. Thank you. Sincerely, Amanda from Vado, New Mexico. And she gives her number. Her phone number, which is weird. I wonder if she, she wanted us to text. call her. Yeah, I wonder if she wants us to text her our opinions. So, Wackley, are you running into this problem as a recently engaged man? What, that there's not no sex happening? No, like uh, an a, uh, inequity, like in uh, the amount of sex you're having. No. Like uh, an issue Not here. a problem. No? So no. what do you recommend this girl to do? Her fiancé doesn't want to have sex every day. She wants to have sex every day. You're a I recently mean, engaged man. I'm assuming that she's a normal age person who's getting married, not a 40-year-old. She's probably like late 20s. Yeah, if you're in your late 20s and you're, and you're engaged and the dude doesn't want to have sex, that's a massive problem. So would you break off the engagement? No, but they might need couples therapy. <laughs> All right, so there, there you go. Lance Wackerly, recently engaged man, saying you need it's couples not, what therapy. What I'm saying is don't, don't uh, assume that this is normal. Just be like, well, I guess that's what happens. If you're yeah, in your 20s is... and, you're not having, and you're not boning your faces off, that's a problem. I, I totally agree with you. What, what I actually think she should do in this situation, they should go find a homeless guy, let him move into the house, cook bring for them. Some, bring some meat over. Have some sex. That's going to remedy this relationship. Um, we got another one from uh, Noah here. He says, sup, fucktards. This is Noah from France. And yes, we have squirrels here. Love the podcast. And was asking if I could be the French, whatever the fuck you call it, something of the sick and wrong community. Keep it ill and false. Fancy way of saying so. I know it's gay. Okay, I guess we could have a French correspondent. <laughs> yeah. We need some information about the squirrels. Yeah, I, I was wondering, what do you think the French squirrels are like? So you got a... Uh, you got red squirrels from England. Now you have the gray squirrels because the Americans taken over. Um, what, do, what do you think the French squirrels are about? Like, you know, I think they, you think they have attitude. Yeah, just smoking all the time. I could see that. Patronizing. Commenting on their culture and how superior their culture is to uh, the rest of the world. Right. Bending over so the Germans can come in and take their Jews. Other German squirrels. German squirrels probably come in and take the Jewish squirrels out of France. Put them Germans in a, in can't say squirrel. For some reason. They can say squirrel. No, they can't. Have you ever seen the video? <laughs> of a German trying to say squirrel? No, multiple Germans trying to pronounce the word squirrel. They can't do it. All right, I'm going to post that as a video of the week because I, right, I don't believe it. Actually, if we have German listeners, call into the show and say the word squirrel. I, I mean, I'm sure this. there's people who are completely fluid in English who can say it, but if you're not an expert English speaker and you're German, you can't say squirrel. Hmm. And I didn't even know that. Uh, we'll, we'll have to find out. you're up on the internet memes. I, mean, I didn't know about the uh, squirrel meme. What kind of internet professional are you? Apparently, I'm lacking in this squirrel knowledge. Good God. But yeah, Noah, okay, here's your responsibility. Here's your duty as a French correspondent. Send us a picture of a French squirrel. I want to hear about it. Uh, you can email the show, people, Um And in between emailing the show, you should be listening to the show on iTunes. Just subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. It helps boost our popularity. Good exposure for the show. You know, I haven't been checking it recently, but uh, I'm sure there's some, uh, some uh, amusing comments on the page. They're always, a, they're, you know, they're always a bit disparaging, but they're good. I, I like reading them every now and then. Um, also, uh, Jonathan... I got a fan. Sent me some uh, Irish whiskey. Wack, are you jealous? 
Yeah, a little bit. Here it is. Showing it. I'm going to taunt you here. You want some? Psych. Is that did that, that a great psych? Because I realized that I wasn't getting any because it's through the ender tube. Yeah, but I could have mailed you some or something like poured half of it into a vase or uh, some kind of container, a flask. A jar. I could pour half of it in a jar and mail it to you, but instead I'm saying psych. I feel super, I got, feel like I got psyched. <laughs> you totally got psyched here. Tullamore Dew. I've never actually had this. Is it like Jameson? Yeah. All right. It's good. Uh, thank you, Jonathan, for sending that in. And uh, yeah, people, if you want to send gifts to the show, just go to our contact page. And you can email us for, uh, for an address. I'm working on getting a new, new P.O. box. We dumped the last P.O. box. Wackley thought it was too ghetto. Was it was it like, pretty shitty. Yeah, was it like deep in the, like, uh, the heart of Oakland? Yeah, I guess you could say that. It wasn't in the ghetto of Oakland. Did you ever get <laughs> shot at? It was poorly run. Did you ever get shot at trying to go retrieve a sick no. and wrong care package? No. No. Um, More likely I would go there and they would have lost it or there'd be some other kind of fucking fracas going on with yeah, it was ghetto. poor service. So I'm going to get a new P.O. box down here in, uh, in L.A. Uh, also, uh, donation gifts. I know people have been like, what's up, D? You liar. We donated all this money over the summer. You said we we're going to get a gift if we donate over 25 bucks and we haven't got shit. People are upset. Some discontent going on the Facebook. You know what, people? It took a while to get this gift. It's that special. This gift is so special. It's something that you've always wanted. It's taken a while. Um, I actually do have them. They were printed this week, and I should have them here this week. They're probably on Monday or Tuesday. But once I get them, I will mail them out. Um, hopefully by the end of next week, you should be getting your, your, your gift for donating to the show. Because we do appreciate you uh, taking the time to do that. Uh, also, you can go uh, buy a t-shirt. We have the new Sick and Wrong Quado tees. It's Quado in magenta on a black shirt. It's pretty fashionable. Kind of popular. You know, uh, a lot of people have been buying them recently. I sent out 30 shirts this week. It's a lot of shirts. It's a lot of shirts. And, uh, and you know what sucks is they're all going to England, so it costs a ton to mail. So uh, Americans. English are generally more fashionable than Americans. That's they why. really, you know, that, that's it. They really are. And the English people usually order smaller shirts. I uh, run out of smalls and mediums. Right. They're fashionable. Fashionable limeys. Yeah. But anyway, if you want a shirt, uh, get one now because I'm not sure I'm going to reprint this one. Stickeronpodcast.com slash store. Buy a new Quado T. And I'll throw in a five pack of stickers. Finally here, Stickerong Song of the Week came in from... Robert, he says, hey, DNL, what do you think of Guar's new singer? Can you end the show with Black and Huge? Sure, Robert. <laughs> have we played that song a billion times on the show? Probably have. I don't even know. I, it is one of my favorite Guar songs, though. It's a good song, but there's well, others. What do you think of uh, the new singer, Volvatron? Uh, I've never heard her, so I have to withhold judgment because you'd think they'd put up some YouTube vids of her singing, but nothing's out there. Well, I guess she debuted a couple weeks ago over at Riot Fest in Chicago. And what, female, nobody had a, female a phone camera? You know, I saw some videos. I was trying to find a video of her singing, and I said, she, she, you know, she's not the lead vocalist. She's just a new vocalist. Um, she's cool looking, though. She has spiky Who's purple. Well, it's, uh, it's uh, Beefcake. Beefcake the Mighty. Oh. So she's joining Beefcake right. um, uh, in singing, but she's not like just the lead singer. Like, I don't think she's going to take the place of Odorous. She's just going to be one of the newer vocalists. 
but uh, but she's definitely um, taking more of a lead part than like uh, Slimenster Hyman and some of the other female singers they've had in the past. And so she's it's not cool just looking, a rebranded Slimenster Hyman with a new costume. I know some people had that concern. Well, she has these massive uh, breasts that shoot like blood all out to the audience. You seen that? Like geysers of blood just shooting out. Yeah, I wouldn't expect any less. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it, though. You know, because I was wondering about that with Guar. Like, they were facing a bit of a dilemma. Like, you, lo- you lose your lead singer, what do you do? Do you continue going on? You know, I think, I think Dave Brocky, Odorous, would have wanted them to uh, continue. But how do you, uh, what, do you get a new guy, introduce a new character? I think this is a good route. It's like you, you introduce a new chick who can spray blood out of her tits. But, you know, as you said, though, we haven't heard her yet. So I'm looking forward to hearing that. Anyway, we'll end the show here with Black and Huge. Uh, Guar is one of my favorite bands. Um, big fans of Guar here in Sick and Wrong. People will be back next week with episode 451. Till then, take it sleazy. Good night.
Dan in Hawaii. I'm from the Detroit. And uh, today, Nostalgia set in from finding a, a yearbook from uh, a high school I attended over there. And I saw the name and I wanted to search it out as it was an old friend. So I went to look for Detroit white pages on the web and I thought, white pages? That no longer applies. Sick and wrong. 